Hello everyone, welcome back to Don't Be a Drag here on 91.9 WLJS. My name is Patrick and I am your host for this show. Uh, today we have Miss Omni Cox with us in the studio. Thank you for coming in with us and talking to us. Um, tell everyone just a little bit about yourself and where you're from. Well, like you said, my name is Omni Cox. I'm originally from Pulse City, Alabama, but I currently live in Birmingham. I'm a cast member at Our Place on 7th Avenue. Also, a member of the Viva La Diva cast. Catch us at Stardom. We'll plug there. Um, that's about it. I'm a boring old drag queen. Now, don't, don't say that, that about old. yourself. You are very exciting. You even host your own show, so you are not boring at all. Uh, well, somebody <laughs> thinks so. My husband thinks I'm extremely boring. <laughs> So I kind of want to just get right into it. As you mentioned, you are a cast member for a couple of different shows, but I actually wanted to start and talk to you about the show you do each week on Thursdays. Uh, we right. talked to Milky Juicy in our last episode about some of the stuff she's done since she started, and she actually mentioned you and your open stage that you do. So tell us a little bit about what that is and how it came about. Well, um, Omni's open stage started that started as amateur night, and I felt as though when I was coming up as an entertainer, we had the baddest bitch at the quest, and that's how you got your feet into drag in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't there anymore, and I felt as though it was up to me to give these girls and guys an opportunity that wasn't there for them. So that's what Omni's open stage stage is. It's an open environment where you can express yourself however you want in the in the medium of drag now you've been doing this for what almost a year or so now has uh, it hit yeah, there yet we just passed the year mark in august what are some of the things that you've been able to see since starting this uh nightly or weekly event with all these different queens coming in what what is something that you've been able to see through it it's opened my eyes to more of what drag is. I had this closed-minded view of drag being beautiful pageant girls, big hair, feathers, and beads. And now I see drag as the spectrum it is. There are so many girls that do so many different things. And it's just opened my eyes to this whole new world of drag that I didn't know was there. And I think I kind of get what you're saying about it being very much a pageant -y, because a lot of Birmingham is known for the pageants that they perform and compete in. And a yes. lot of the Birmingham people end up winning and going to other places to compete as well. So I can see where that would be what people see the most. But I am very happy to see, especially with our place specifically, I guess more, as Milky put it last time, uh, a more underground type drag and just different aesthetics to the spectrum and i i really love to be able to see that and i like that y'all have kind of built this in something else that i wanted to talk about specifically with our place is the queen of the night competition that you guys do oh. milky talked a little bit about working with that and i just wanted to hear from you kind of how that has helped boost things in your area well queen of the night is my baby it's the name came from the Phoenix held a competition and I love mm -hmm. the name and was like, I want to bring something like that back. 
tonight has just opened these girls up. This season, it's all girls. And it's opened them up to this world of being on the spot and having to do different things than what you're used to. And I love seeing them grow in that way because they're all such amazing entertainers. They just need a push to make them top-notch, which all of them can be the next big thing in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think that some of the queens who perform, I guess, more conceptually and more in very specific aesthetics, do you think that hinders them in this type of area? Or do you think it just means they have to work in a different way? I don't think it hinders them as much as I think it, they have to work just a little bit harder at the competition itself than girls who do pageants who are used to that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. These conceptual girls are used to being able to put their art out there and just let people interpret it how they feel. And coming in front of a panel of judges who may have one view of drag pushes them into a different realm that I don't think they're used to, but I think it's good for. Now, do you think that just these type of pageants and things in general, do you think that helps or hurts the aspect of drag and what people see it as? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it helps to open an audience up to something different. Mm -hmm. But I also think that it is, these competitions do kind of sometimes force people into a bubble and that's not something I ever want to see as somebody forced into a bubble. Yeah. Since this is such a big thing uh, in the Birmingham area, at least what were some of the things that you saw when I guess you were a younger queen starting, like starting out that helped inspire you and helped show you the drag aspect? It was, for me, it was the older queens I was coming up and watching. I didn't start coming out in Birmingham until I was 21. So I was late to the drag world in general. And these older queens are what inspired me and pushed me to want to do drag. It wasn't anything like RuPaul's Drag Race. That was still in its infancy when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. But it's girls like... Cassidy Phillips and Sierra Simone Campbell and and Addison Vontrell, girls like that that I saw in the clubs, and I was like, I want to do that. I think I can do that. What do you think was, I guess, one of the harder things for you when you were first starting out in drag? Getting a foot in the door. We All we really had was Baddest Bitch, and that was every Thursday. And you were perf- sometimes performing to the girls who were there to compete. And it was hard to get people to pay attention to you as a as a baby queen. Do you think since all these other places, now that we have all of the things with Our Place and Al's and all these other areas that are starting to do more, do you think that is helping more people get their foot in that door? I really, I really do. Um, I just want to shout out Ramora Campbell for what she's doing at the Quest on Thursday nights. It's another open stage and another competition and it's a great thing she's opening doors down there like we're opening doors at our place and Al's and Spike's even now is doing drag shows and giving people an opportunity who are doing drag that other bars wouldn't get 
and mm-hmm. Spikes has given them that platform. And I think everything that's going on in Birmingham is great, and I think it's going to be great for our community. Kind of going on along with the question I just asked a moment ago about your hardships, what do you think are some of the positives you've been able to see, whether it be from just the drag community in Birmingham or just drag community overall? I think the positives I've seen is that drag's becoming more accepted and open to not just our community, but the straight community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viva La art the majority of our audience is straight women and married couples and older people and the gay community is there, but it's these people who are in our community where they're not seeing drag every weekend and it's something that you see these people light up when they see you and it's it's becoming my favorite part of doing drag. Now, I know that's one thing that's been happening with RuPaul's Drag Race is it's becoming more mainstream as well and the audience base is getting a lot broader, but it still has some issues that it's been facing how do you think that RuPaul has either helped or hurt, I guess, the drag, whether it be locally or just overall? I will say RuPaul has tremendously helped by opening up drag to a wider audience. And I applaud RuPaul for the amazing things that he's been able to do to make drag more mainstream. But with that being said, I will say that local queens have suffered a little bit because of drag race. Mm -hmm. People see these drag race girls and they fan over them. And when they come to town, the clubs are packed. But on a regular weekend, a lot of times people aren't out and they're not supporting local queens. And I understand that there's a novelty when it comes to drag race girls, but I feel like you should be out supporting the girls who are there every weekend and doing benefits and raising money and doing pride fest and mm-hmm. bring awareness to our community. Something else I wanted to talk about, um, specifically relating to drag race, because I know it's come up especially recently is the issue of drag race specifically with the fan base kind of perpetuating a lot of racism with certain Queens I wanted to see what your thoughts about some of that stuff that's recently been going on were. Watching Drag Race and being a part of the fandom, you see a lot on these message boards and Facebook and Twitter where the black the black queens, the queens of color, are having to work twice as hard. And if, uh, if a queen of color calls that out, then she's perceived as being the angry black girl. Mm-hmm. which we've all dealt with. It's something we deal with every day. But I feel like all it's doing is dividing the community. I yeah. feel everyone has a right to voice their opinion. If they feel like they're not being treated well, they have every right to say that, and no one should attack them for it. Going along with the same issue and scenario, um, I don't know if you heard, but the club that... Bob the Drag Queen performs that in New York actually had an issue where I believe it was the owner or the manager actually wanted them to take the black performers off of their posters because they didn't want to, as they said, attract that clientele. This type of issue happening, do you think that 
that is because I guess since it has become mainstream, it's been having that type of issues with the fan base and it's kind of just trickling over into other areas as well? Or do you think that's just something that's everywhere is dealing with just because of general racism in our current time? I feel like a lot of this does have to do with our current political climate. I feel like people, I feel like these sentiments, like people saying we don't want that type of crowd, that's always been there. That's a dog whistle. It's race baiting. It's always been there. But people are more emboldened to say it now. Yeah. Do you think there's any way that we can combat this and help stop issues like that from happening, especially within our own community? Because the LGBT community is supposed to be somewhere where everyone is accepted, no matter who they are, what they look like. How do you think that we can... I guess, try to fix this, or at least try to stop it where we can. I think we have to call it out when we see it. We can't sit on our hands and pretend like it's not happening. We have to be the ones to call it out. And I'll say, I'll go a little further and say, as drag queens, we've always been at the forefront of our community and our movement. And we need to step up and be those leaders again and call this stuff out when we see it. Do you think that since drag has become so popular and mainstream that that kind of, I guess, thought about what drag queens are and who they are has kind of faded and turned? Or do you think the basis of drag queens being known for honestly pushing a lot of the political um, agendas and trying to help fix that do you think that's still there, or do you think it's kind of faded off, especially with everything going on recently? I feel like there was a point where it was fading off. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now in the time that we're in, everybody's becoming more vocal and outspoken. And I feel like queens are, queens are attempting to step back into that role. Some of us are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just important that everyone speaks their mind. No matter what side you stand on on anything, speak your opinion. People aren't going to like it, but speak up and say it because that's the only way your voice is heard is if you make it heard. Where would you personally like to see, whether it just be the drag community or just the LGBT community in general, kind of go from here, whether it be five years down the road or ten years down the road? Five, ten years down the road, I would like to see the LGBT community being more of what we were in the beginning of the gay rights movement. Mm -hmm. We need to be vocal, outspoken. There are people who died so we could speak. And for us, I think the world right now sees us as a party culture in a way. Yeah. Because that's what is perpetuated when you look at our community from a media standpoint is the party culture. And I want us to move back more into the political ring and I want to see more gay people running for office. I want to see more gay people being vocal and speaking up when it needs to be heard. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, it's something important that began in our community and it's something that we should stick with and should help 
fueled that, I guess you could say, movement. Because, I mean, it's an important one. And if we don't, it could go back. And we don't want that to happen. It took so long for us to gain the rights we have now. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to see us get complacent because they can be taken away in any moment. I guess kind of pulling up from a a little bit lighter of a thing, because I know you want to see drag overall go back to that kind of political pusher and movement supporter, but where would you personally like to see your drag and just your involvement with the LGBT community go? In the next few years, I want to see my drag move to a bigger stage. Birmingham is always going to be home, and I'm probably always going to live here, but I want Omni to see the country, see the world. I want to perform for everybody, not just my friends here in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Would you ever, do you think you would ever see yourself on a stage like RuPaul's? I'm never going to say never. It's something I'd love to experience. Um, but if I don't get that opportunity, it's not the end of the world. But mm-hmm. hopefully one day I will. I think you would be a great contender if you did make it on there. And I think you would you would do a lot of good for not only the mainstream and yourself, but also just the community in general. Because you've been very outspoken and very vocal about just issues that are going on and ways to help it, even before today. So I think that if, if you did make that, you would do really, really good. I personally um, would like to see it. <laughs> I've always said... Any platform I'm given, I'm going to use to the best of my ability, not just for me, but for us us in general. Mm-hmm. Do you have any plans to move around, whether just like in the next, say, month or year or so? Because I know a lot of queens, especially from Birmingham, have been doing that recently and have been kind of branching out and seeing the sights, I guess you could say. Plans are always open. If anybody's listening and wants to book me somewhere, <laughs> my inbox is open. Facebook, Omnicox, I'm there. In the next couple months, hopefully I'll be around the state seeing some people. Um, hopefully I can make it out of Alabama in a couple months and see some more people. What I want to talk about next is when you were first coming up through, I guess, the system and drag and just learning about the community – what were some issues that you faced, not not necessarily in learning drag, but just growing up and trying to find yourself within the community? It was really figuring out where I fit in. I've always been the kind of person where I can make friends with anyone. And I like to think that I could fit in anywhere, but sometimes in our world, that's not the way things work. So you have to find your niche in the community where you're going to fit in to be happy and that I feel like that was the hardest thing when you first started performing did your family and friends take it pretty easily or was it kind of hard for them understanding why you were going into this my friends were gung-ho about it they (laughs) love the idea I've always had really supportive friends whatever crazy idea I thought I wanted to do, they were there for it. Uh, My family, it was a little tougher for them. Um, I grew up Pentecostal, 
very religious, so being gay was, it took them the longest to get used to that, and when they finally got used to that, then I, hey, I do drag now, and they're like, oh, there's something else. So it was a little harder for them, but they are into it now. They come to shows. It's it's great. Now, what is something that if somebody else was coming up in your same path or just if you had the chance to talk to a younger version of yourself, what is something that you would want to say or give as advice on how to handle everything that they were going through or trying to learn? Um, first, I would say don't shave off all your eyebrows. <laughs> Second would be just keep your circle small because the bigger your circle gets, the bigger the drama gets. Mm-hmm. Stay compact, girl. <laughs> and just smile. All right. Well, before we head out, is there... Any way that if people are looking to get in touch with either you or our place or they just want to get involved, where can they get in contact with you guys at? You can always message me on Facebook, Omnicox. I'm on Instagram and Snapchat. They're both Omnicox as well. Our place has a Facebook page. You can always come by the bars. There's always somebody there. And you can email me at Omnicox at gmail.com. I always answer something. It may take me a few days, but I always answer something. All right, everyone. So those of you who are listening out there, make sure that if you are interested to get in contact with them or if you have any questions or just want to learn more about it, make sure to either message them, comment, follow, like, subscribe, and they'll get back with you. We are going to post a link for Omni's page as well as Our Place's page in our Facebook And with that, we are going to take a break, but we are going to be right back after some music.